The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Ooh, 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 how lucky are you? How lucky am I? How lucky are we that we all get to be together again on the Bookability Call? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Mika and... Honestly, my only credentials really are that I just love reading and so and have enjoyed reading for a very, very long time. So I am just so tickled. We do this call on the first on the no, we don't. We do this call on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. So thank you for being on Zoom. Thank you for coming in on listening to your Lady A, or if you're, I believe we're in Clubhouse as well. Um, or even if you even if you just end up listening later, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. Um, we I am going to give us just a couple of um, housekeeping things, mainly just one. Um, well, actually, a couple of them. I'm making them up as I go along. Um, so the first thing about this call is that we love to talk about books, and um, and books are such an important part of what we do here which means that oftentimes books have lots of emotional resonance for people. So when we are talking about a book, if you didn't like the book, we want to try to refrain from saying things like, like, you know, Oh, I don't understand how someone couldn't like how how someone could or couldn't like the book or why does everyone like it so much? We really want to keep that more toward your own, like your own um, feelings because you know, it's a, it's a pretty personal thing. And um, a lot of us, we're putting out our, our feelings about, about these books, about books that mean a lot to us. So I don't mind, I don't mind um, discussion, but I want to, and I certainly don't mind if you are looking for, if maybe you didn't like a book in a genre and you're looking for something else. Um, so I don't mind you saying what you didn't like so that we can find something for you. But we really want to kind of aim it toward the positive. Secondly, I started an email list for us last week. Um, and it is called bookability because I'm very creative like that. And, um, to subscribe, you can subscribe to the bookability list by sending a blank email to bookability plus subscribe at groups.io. And I have seen over the past couple of weeks, I've seen quite a few notifications of people joining that list is announced only, um, and, and mainly I like to send, um, I want to be able to send things like today. I sent out the different kinds of challenges that I talked about a couple of weeks ago with the different kinds of prompts. And as these calls continue and as I find things that I believe people would enjoy, I will definitely continue sending them out. So speaking of challenges, um, <clears throat> I want to know how you all are feeling about the challenges. So what I want to know, A, what challenge did you, what challenge or challenges did you pick? B, how it's going for you and C, um, what you are reading of late. I'm going to start this off and be nice and easy. I am in a horrible book slump. I have not done a single challenge. I can't find anything that's like that makes me want to read. And it is absolutely the worst is the worst. Um, It's terrible to be a facilitator of a book call and then just be in a terrible book slump. 
where nothing seems to be like fitting. And I don't even know what to tell people that I want to read because nothing, it just, it just feels like anything that anybody suggests, like, not that I wouldn't like it, but I just feel like I, nothing is resonating with me at all. And I, I want to mention that because, um, you know, we go into the new year and a lot of times there are like these different goals that people have, like, oh, how many books am I going to read in the new year? Or I'm pledging to read so many books a week, or this year I want to read books in several different genres that maybe I haven't read before, or this is the year that I'm going to try indie authors, or this is the year I'm going to try new to me authors, or this is the year that I'm going to read the classics. And right now at this particular moment, I'm just feeling like, this is the year that I'm never going to read again. <laughs> and it is just so disheartening and frustrating. And I'm just like, ah, why? <laughs> why is this happening? So um, I'm really, so I know that I'll get there eventually. And some of the, some of my little tricks and tips for when one is in a book slump is to, um, is, that I can't like no amount of me trying to read something like trying to force myself to read something is going to help. So I often will listen to podcasts about books or just different topics in general, because if I can't read, at least I can listen to nice people tell me about reading and what it, and I can remember what it used to be like. <laughs> um, I also like watch more um, things on Netflix. So I tend, I tend to watch like more of the cooking shows um, or reality TV shows. So I have thus far binged two seasons of Basketball Wives um, <laughs> where none of them seem to be wives. So that whole show was a lie. And so, you know, it just, I know that it'll happen when it happens. And once it does, I will be back to being a reading fiend. So that is my little moment of transparency for all of you. And um, I'm looking here. Lucy, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, 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 I am enjoying challenges. However, I am going to be, um, uh, I don't know what word I want to use. I'm, I'm not being as challenging as I could be, like with the pop <laughs> sugar and all that. Um, okay, so the Goodreads challenge, I have challenged myself to read 120 books this year. I said 100 last year, and I made it. Yay! <laughs> so this year it's 120, and I'm also doing the alphabet challenge again. Yay! Um, and I want to do, I want to do the t TBR, uh, because I seriously have, you know, like 400 and some books in my wish list on my, uh, on my, you know, Bard account. And plus I have books already downloaded on two Victors. I mean, 60 some <laughs> books on one and, you know, like four on the other. So I, I got to get some of these books, you know, and I keep saying that I can't download any more books, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I have three audible credits that I need to use too. So it's like, oh, I know. Okay. Right. <laughs> so I got to get cracking here and I've got, um, 
I have nine books read so far for my um, Goodreads challenge. And um, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, one of the most interesting books that I've read, and I and I can't really tell you anything about it because it'll it'll give things away if I do. So it's and it was given to me by Bell Collins. Um, it's called Gone Tonight, and it's by Sarah Pekinen. And she often writes co-authors with Greer Hendricks, but this one is one of her standalone books, and it's it, it's really quite interesting. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I oh my gosh, I like that. Look at you're you're way ahead of me, Lucy. <laughs> you're oh. already at nine books. <laughs> and, and I read I read the newest uh, the the latest. Uh, Prey series, uh, John Sanford, you know, the Lucas Davenport. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Judgment Prey. And this is, he teams up with uh, Virgil Flowers in this book. And it's good. I love those books. I can't help it. I think there's like 33 of them now. And I've well, read heck them yeah. all. That's a, that's a good way to really get in touch with the character if you've been there for like 33 of their books. So Oh, Lucas <laughs> Davenport. He's a hottie. I, I know he's not he's not really handsome, but he's just hot. He just is. All uh, right. Yeah. I'm going to keep this in mind because I've been wanting to read. <laughs> I've been thinking about reading some of I've been thinking about reading some of his. So I may have to ask some specific questions before oh, I hop yeah. in. Hello. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you, Lucy. Um, as I was talking, as Lucy was talking, I was just thinking about the fact that um, I, I probably should change what I said because I have been able to read like some books, um, like or a book. I've been, I have been, in order to convince my friend to read Dungeon Crawler Carl, I have. Um, pretty much made her read them with me and, and then that way I can ensure that she's reading them so I finished I reread the first book and we are working on book two together which is a super fun um a really super fun series all right and hello Greg welcome to bookability Hello, Mika, my birthday buddy. That has nothing to do with books, but you and I share the same birthday. So yay. Yay, yay for that. It's coming up. So anyway, uh, yes, I am. I didn't know about the challenge, but I'm up for it. Um, so let me tell you what I'm reading right now. I'm uh, in the process of reading two books. Uh, one of them is more um, uh, a Christian uh, nonfiction book called Pray First. It's a devotional book. And the other one, um, I'm not sure if it's uh, fiction, but I'm thinking it's very much uh, nonfiction or maybe historical fiction. Um, and it's uh, All the Light We Cannot See. And I find that one interesting. And I got both of those with free credits on Audible, but I find All the Light We Cannot See uh, interesting because it's about radio. And, um, or a lot of it, some of it is about radio and, uh, you know, the, the whole communication process and, and, uh, plus we're discussing it in another book club I'm in through, um, the university that I'm an alumni of. So, um, 
looking at those and my uh, next book may be a reread of a book. I read my uh, freshman year of college, Their Eyes Were Watching God uh, by Zora Neale Hurston. So um, wow. uh, that just kind of gives you a sample of what, what I'm, uh, I've got a lot more time in my hands now that I'm not in school, not doing school anymore. So I'm auditing a class. Um which I have to read a book for, but um, but yeah, that's that's a cool book that doesn't count. So anyway, but um, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm up to. So I look forward to hearing um, how everybody's doing with the uh, challenge. I'll probably have to listen on ACB Media because I need to get some things done around here that involves me not being on zoom but i just wanted to come <laughs> in and say hello and let you know uh what i'm reading so well thank you so much greg and um and all the light we cannot see has also been adapted into either a movie or a mini series i don't remember which one it is but i know it's on netflix and the person playing the titular character is also blind so that um and I happened to see, like, there was a picture of her at the um, Emmys or the Oscars, like, on the red carpet, um, which was really, really awesome. Yeah, you know, I found out about the book through TikTok, um, a social media application, if people don't know about it. But, um, yeah, that's how I found out about the book, through one of my friend's TikTok. So Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, so, Greg. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Sue Ellen. Okay, well, I have zero ability to make decisions. So <laughs> All right. I decided, <laughs> so I could not make a decision as to which challenge to, to to take. So I decided to do the alphabet challenge and the pop sugar challenge, as well as set a commitment for how many books I'm going to read this year. And oh my gosh, awesome. I'm doing good on the how many books I set uh, 55 for my goal because I did 50 last year and I blew that out of the water and um, I'm doing good on that so far. Um, I'm four books in on the alphabet challenge. I'm kind of not doing as well on pop sugar, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll get there. I may well, you have you have like fifty two weeks or fifty like fifty weeks now, so yeah, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, the book I'm reading, I just finished an amazing book called Angels of the Pacific by Elise Hooper, which is another World War II book. I know, kind of, but um, this time we're in the Japanese theater, and it deals. It actually is somewhat based off of the true story of the nurses who were caught in the Philippines during uh, World War II. Oh, wow. So it is really, it's fiction, but it's based off that. So it's really, really good. Um, and right now I, I am reading a book called Bluegrass State of Mind that was actually recommended to me. I belong to a fan page uh, called Jana DeLeon's Instigators with gators spelled like the creatures that inhabit the Louisiana swamps. Yes. And so um, we we were talking about what are we doing while we wait for Ms. DeLeon to recover from the accident she was in and be able to write more misfortune books or more books and books, period. And somebody recommended her Bluegrass Universe series 
by Kathleen Brooks. And I'm reading the first book in that series, Bluegrass State of Mind. Why is this so familiar? I feel like I've read Kathleen Brooks. Um, Unfortunately, I can't find her on Bard, so I'm going to have to get all these off bar, off of Audible, it sounds like. Okay. Which, all right. I'm going to have to join you. <laughs> but these are sweet. I mean, the, they're, there's romance. There's a okay. bit of mystery. Um, there's a bit of old Southern. There's three um, sisters, Lily Ray, Daisy May, and Violet Fay, who pretty much run the town. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great! When you've got people swatting young men with a broom to get them moving along and keep them from getting fresh with young ladies. Oh my goodness, this sounds delightful. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it's it's fun. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much, Sue Ellen. Judy, hello, hello. I just wanted to ask you about the, um, you said you emailed something today. Yes. Because I didn't get it, but I did sign up to be on the list. Okay. Um, so I guess I need the email address again to be on the so, list. So it should be bookability plus subscribe at um, groups.io. Um, but if you didn't, I know that there's some stuff going on with um, groups.io. So I'll, I will find your, I will I will be able to um get in touch with you about that. It might be in it could be in your spam um as well. Okay, I'll check again. Okay. Thank you, Judy. Okay, and um, um I'm reading five books right now because I join a lot of book clubs. <laughs> oh, awesome. Excellent. So I'll just I'll just talk about two. Um one is called Murder of a Royal Pain, which is a cozy mystery. And this one is about um Prom queen mothers, so it's pretty funny, and mothers that are setting up the prom. And um, the other one is uh, the real James Harriet. He's the author of um, the All Creatures Great and Small series. Yes. Let's see, and I read, let's see, six books off my TBR. And, wow. And um, I think six off of... Um, Six off of the eight, the alphabet challenge. Oh my gosh. And I don't All right. What, what the pop sugar one was. Was that out of your genre or something, genre? Um, the, it had like a list of 45 different prompts, which is what oh, okay. I sent. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll resend those to you privately. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. All right. I see we have someone in Clubhouse. We actually have two people in Clubhouse. Oh, hello. <laughs> so first we have Holly. Hello, Holly. Hello. Am I coming through? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, so I am... Lucy said she was going to read 120 books this year, and, and I am not. <laughs> I am hoping that I'm going to read 30 this year, because that's my, my challenge for Goodreads. Last year, oh, good okay. I, last year, I only did 29. I was so close. I had like four hours of a book left, and I couldn't finish it on um, New Year's Eve. So I was so close to 30, but I didn't quite make it. Um, and... I've been really into cozy mysteries lately, which those go by pretty fast. Like you can read those pretty quick, but, um, and I started a series where, um, it was like 
she can see ghosts and she owns a bookstore. I forget where, but she owns a bookstore and she can see ghosts and her cat um is part of like a, a elite group of cats who and you see it from their point of view sometimes and they help keep the humans like from being overrun by dark forces and it's kind of cool and um I was reading that earlier and then I read the book for our crafting book club I finished that um on Saturday and I'd read it before but it's by Mary Robinette Coal and it is um a mystery um not mystery it's called the glamorous history series and the first book is called shades of milk and honey and it is about um it's like it's like regency but if like magic was real and like this one of the arts it's one of the arts that like women do you know is music and it's it's painting and it's glamour which is like a, a sort of way you use magic to make art and um it's really super cool. I, Mary Robinette Koala is one of my favorite authors right now. Like she's a really, she's a sci-fi, mostly sci-fi and fantasy author, but she's one of my favorites. Um, Does she narrate I, the Shauna, the um, Toby uh, October Day series? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. She does. Yeah. Um, I like her a lot. And so, um, yeah. And, and cozy, I really, I've been really into cozy mysteries and I, they're very fluffy. But like, I feel like that's kind of what I've been craving lately. Um, I probably will go back to you know more darker things eventually. But <laughs> Dark right murder now, and like, yeah. mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Stephen King and you know. But right now I'm like, oh, I want to stay in my little cozy, my cozy. Fluffy. You know, enjoy, enjoy it there. <laughs> and and um, have you been reading any cozy fantasy stuff? Like, are you familiar with that? Because that's now. No, what is that? So cozy fantasy is like. I guess like your low stakes sort of fantasy, like, um, oh my gosh, what's that book called? Oh my gosh. Uh, Shannon, I'm sure Shannon knows. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. It's by Travis Baldry. (laughs) It's Legends and Lattes, and the prequel just came out, and it is Bookshops and Bone Dust. Oh, I've heard about those books. Thank you. So those are considered cozy fantasy. And there's tons of other like cozy fantasy um, things. And I'm even on a Facebook group in a Facebook group all about cozy fantasy. So if you want to stay in that cozy bubble for a while, I suggest joining that group and reading their lists. Sometimes the cozy mystery seems like it wants to go to cozy fantasy, but then it like backs off from that. I'm like, no, I want you to go a little bit further into that realm. so. (laughs) (laughs) So try it out and let me know what you think. Like, there was one series I was reading where the person found out about magic, and they were like, by the end of the book, they were like, no, I want to go back to forgetting about that. I'm like, what? No! So I, <laughs> I'm not reading that, that series anymore. <laughs> Bummer. All right. Thank you, Holly. Yeah, thanks. All right, Darcy, who else do we have in Clubhouse? Next in Clubhouse, we have Abby. Hello, Abby. Welcome to Bookability. Hi, Mika. Thank you. It's good to be here. Um, I haven't been doing any challenges, but I just finished reading an inspirational book called We Never Die, Secrets of the Afterlife by Matt Frazier. And this guy is a psychic medium, and he talks about uh, how, what it's like to you know transition in, into heaven uh, when you leave this world and how you can be in touch with your deceased relatives. Um 
And I admit, I was I was skeptical when I first heard about this book uh, on a blog I follow. But I guess my guardian angel wanted me to read it because I found myself searching for it. And I didn't find it on Bard, but I found it on Audible. And when I clicked on the play sample button, the first thing I heard was this guy's wife, uh, who she does the, wrote the prologue, and she's reading it. And she talks about how when she first met him, he knew that she had in her purse a pouch containing um, uh, treasured items belonging to her grandmothers and jewelry and things like that. And he, he knew that she had that, even though she hadn't taken it out of her purse, you know, while she was talking to him. Uh, and, of course, it oh, was wow. her first meeting. So, so how would he have known that? And so I was sold. And so I, and since I've read this book, I have kind of been felt, you know, at peace. I, I've, you know, reached out to loved ones in my thoughts, you know, just like I was going to talk to them. And, and I, I just kind of felt covered, comforted and feeling like they're with me. And I've also reached out to my guardian angel. I know this sounds really crazy, but, you know, I suggest if, if you're skeptical, don't knock it till you try it. All right. Thank you, Abby. You are so welcome. Thank you. Of course. Lynn. Hello. And happy Hello birthday. <laughs> it's oh, your not birthday, right? February. Not until oh, it's February, not. Oh, I'm but... sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. That's okay. I thought, it was, thought it was now. We can celebrate early. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Um, anyway, um, so I've decided I'm going to try the alphabet book challenge this time and see if I can get... Th- you know, if, if I can do something about that. So I've read one book already. Now it's an older book. I hope that qualifies. Absolutely. Um, I I thought I had read Firestarter before, but I guess I hadn't. And I enjoyed it. I, I'm a, a bit of a horror person sometimes. I don't like it all the time. But Stephen King, he does some pretty good stuff with that. And right now that I'm reading two books at once, I'm reading um, a book called Devil in the White City, by Eric Larson, and this is a book about the first World's Fair, and it's very interesting, has some interesting twists in it. I won't um, go any further except to say that, you know, it's, it's a very good book. It was, iBug today had a had a book club about it a couple months ago, but I missed that. And then the, uh, the second book I'm reading is The Best of Friends by Lucinda Berry. So that's a pretty good book, too. That's about a... Um, a group of friends, three friends who, uh, girlfriends who had, um, uh, had sons who were also good friends and they got in a, in a terrible accident. And I, again, I won't go any further with that, but it's very good. And it kind of talks about relationships and all the, and you find out that their lives aren't as perfect as it looked like they were. Ooh. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So anyway, that is what I have to say about that. Devil All in the right. White City was amazing. I it read it was. a few years ago. I don't even like historical fiction. I mean, I like historical fiction, but it this was a little bit read... dry at the beginning, and then it kind of got good. Yeah, it so... didn't read like like historical. Uh, yeah, Very like, good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Lynn. You're welcome. And Diana. Hi, Mika. Hello. 
Um, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if Shan, I think, and I think I mentioned Shannon's uh, call the other day, but I don't know if she passed it on. Probably not. Cause I'm not going to be a topic you guys are going to be discussing. But anyway, um, I mentioned that I know you had, uh, asked if I had started the Sam Quinn series and yes, oh, yes. I have. And I am in love with Clive. <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> yes, yes we all are aren't we yes <laughs> so we I'm, are. I'm enjoying it it's very good very good series so thank you for recommending that of course um, of course uh, and i've been doing a lot of reading lately now i did not participate in any of the challenges last year so i'm going to start out with a little baby challenge i'm okay. going to do the the alphabet card so yes probably i haven't counted it yet but probably about four books in on the alphabet card um but that's probably going to slow down because i've been sick at home a lot lately so oh, you and me both down. diana yeah, you and me yeah, both. oh man it's not fun but anyway mm -mm. <laughs> um, so uh that's the challenge i'm going to do and then i had a question and i you know i know at the very first call you mentioned about staying positive and everything so i don't want to i'm probably just not understanding about this character yet i'm starting from way, way back from, I realize it was probably like 1989 or something when the first book was written, but the Lucas Davenport series. And I'm loving his intelligence and all of that, but there's some things that I just want to know, does his character, and maybe Lucy can answer that since she said she's read up most of the books, does his character kind of change throughout? Because in the in the, now I'm only three, now I'm only three hours in to the first book. So that's like just, barely in it but um at some points he seems a little hard especially with women characters and he, so he I'm, I'm just kind of does no, he, he he is he's he seems to be very um very harsh uh he i don't know what i want to say here he <laughs> i mean he i he he loves women i mean don't don't think that he doesn't because he he does uh um i because i want to i want to love him i want to like i want to love the character but i'm a little on the fence right now because i love the intelligence and all that but it just seems at some points he's a little harsh with dealings well, me, with ladies and things. let me tell you and i don't mean just sexual i mean just yeah. in general i i started out with the seventh book and it's called mind prey and I, that was the first one i read and i fell in love and so then i went back and read the first six mm -hmm. and so maybe you should start out with one that's like really really good i mean this it, it it is like so good so that that's how i did it and i fell in love with lucas davenport in the in the seventh book okay but he is um i don't know what i want to say about it's him. just like a know. character i've never i've never you know experienced a detective or whatever detective type character like that before so it's like very unique to me yeah well, read Mind Prey. <laughs> okay. Because I, I want to love the series and I want to get into it, but I, I'm just like on the fence right now. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that Mind makes prey. sense. Okay. I, I, I love this advice of starting with the seventh book. <laughs> yeah. well, I, that's, that's how I got into it. That's, you know, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thanks for the ideas. Of course. Yay. Thank you, Lucy, for helping out there.
Shannon. Hello again. Hello. So I am reading my 25th book of 2024. Holy smoke, Shannon. Wow. <laughs> um, and it is Rebecca, not Becky. And it is written by Christine Platt and Catherine Wigington Green. It is kind of women's fiction with some social justice themes, a female friendship book, um, a book about racial equality and what racial equality like is and isn't. Um, it's compared to Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed, which I loved, 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 loved when it first came out in 2019. So when I heard that this was like it, um, I scooped it up and I'm about a quarter of the way through. So I'm not um, you know, too far through it yet, but I am liking it so far. Um, I haven't really committed to any challenges this year, aside from just the Goodreads uh, pledge. So I'm hoping to read 270 books this year. I made uh, 262 last year. Well, it sounds like you're off to a good start. I'm you're hoping so. At, you're <laughs> almost at 10%. <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of how it has to go. <laughs> it's really easy, though, to start off strong at the beginning of the year. And yes. then I feel like it kind of, you know, ebbs as the year goes on. So we'll see. I'm hoping that since I'm having such an abysmal start, that that just means that everything else is just going to go real strong for, for when I when I start reading again. Well, just remember, Alice Worth is still waiting for you. She is. That is, that is very true. <laughs> yeah. And we Thank should get you. a ninth book this year. Ooh. Also, Shannon, are you on the bookability list? I asked because I, I told everyone if they needed help with their prompts, they should go to your book match call. <laughs> oh, I sent a subscribe uh, email to it, but I have not been approved yet. So I don't know if that's that whole like group IO thing. Um, oh, goodness. Okay. So we'll see. All right. We shall see. Um, you also have to send a blank email back like when they when they when it replies right, back i to did you. that i did oh, that okay and then it just oh. it should have just put you on there what the heck all right i don't know i'll see what's going on there thank you ma'am you're welcome check your spam folder just in case because sometimes groups things go in there the first time yeah i did okay. because i've seen them go in there before and it is not oh, no. but groups io is kind of i don't know it doesn't like me sometimes so we'll see all right, Deanna. Hello. Um, I don't know about challenges. I just read whatever sounds interesting and a lot of book clubs. So I've read nine books so far. Oh, my gosh. Since the first of the year. I finished off the Josie Quinn um, detective series with the last three books that Bard had. And um, I read a couple out of my um, out of what I would normally read. Um, like I read a young adult one um, about school shootings. Okay. Um, that's not something <clears throat> I would normally read, but I 
saw the review of it and it looked good. Um, it's called This Is Where It Ends by Marieke Nykamp. And uh, she is, I think she's from England or someplace and, and uh, she's president of the, the YA whatever writers group. So I oh, wow. thought, you know, she must have some talent and she did. She, um, she was following four students at a high school in Alabama where there was an active shooter and following them through all of their, their fears and, and their, concerns and all of that stuff um two are on the outside of the event and two are trapped in the gym with the shoes oh my gosh you know so it's pretty intense because the two that are on the outside have people they love that are on the inside of the school oh how scary wow yeah. so I, this sounds it's, very interesting it's, it's pretty intense but um <clears throat> some well-defined characters and things like that and I read some history stuff which isn't usually my thing either I read um, America's First Daughter which is a book about Patsy Jefferson and it went into a lot of detail about the schizophrenic nature of slave owners who also believe in 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 you know equality <laughs> And I sort of thought that that was sort of a reflection of what's going on in our politics, too, because um, I know some people who are really fine people who are very conservative. And it almost seems like they have a split personality because if you know them, they're the kindest people in the world. But if you are the other, then they have no no uh understanding i'll say i'll say that anytime i'll say that anytime that we're reading like um anytime that any of those kinds of conversations come up yeah. i think that i think that we all can be very single-minded in our views which is why books are so important because they they really do allow us to have to kind of think um in ways that maybe like that maybe we might that maybe we hadn't considered and Thank I, you, ma'am. And I did get us a second book from Angeline uh, Boley from um, Michigan about the Ojibwa people there, um, which I really enjoyed because Firekeeper's Daughter I really liked. And her second book that went up on Bard was um, Warrior, Warrior Girl Unearthed. And... Uh, Wow, you're reading some. You're reading a lot of stuff here, Deanna. Yeah, contemporary, some deep stuff. Yeah, contemporary um, Native American life. Um, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we are going. We have 20 minutes left, and we. Oh, oh, I see another hand up. Yes, Miss Lucy. I just have a quick question. Who yes, writes? Ma who writes the Sam Quinn series? <laughs> Shannon. Shannon does not write the Sam Quinn series. Uh, oh, it's Shauna. Shauna Kelly, I think is her name. And it's Shauna's S E A N A. S E A N A Kelly. Okay. All right. Thank you. I think I'm right on that. 
<laughs> Nobody shot you down yet. <laughs> you are correct. Yay. All right. All right. I'm going to ask everybody who is not Darcy to mute. And we are going to do, we're going to do an elevator pitch. And are you nervous? Because I'm nervous. I'm terrible. <laughs> so we are going to, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a pitch, but if you want to make it once, we can do that. So I want you it's hard to say what your favorite book is, right? But so maybe a book that you read that really, really moved you. I So get those hands up and I want you to talk for a minute, one minute. I've got my, I'm getting my little watch ready, my little timer ready about a book that really moved you, that you enjoyed, whether it made you laugh, whether it made you cry whether it made you want to throw it and the object that you read it on against the wall, <laughs> um, you know, whether, um, whether it was a kid's book or here's a stopwatch. All right. Whether it was a child's book, whatever it was. And we are going to, and we are going to talk about it. And to show you that I am not complete, uh, completely mean, I will start first. <clears throat> so, and then you can all laugh at me and it'll make it, and it'll make you feel better. All right. So the book that I'd like to talk to all of you about today is Fall of Giants by Ken Follett. It is a book that I normally may not have read because I typically am a romance girl, but this book takes place during the first world war. There are five families, one in England, Germany, Russia, Wales and America. And this book is the beginning of a trilogy that talks about the movements of all five of those families and how they eventually end up converging. And it has everything. It's got romance. It's got war. It's got thriller and espionage. It's got some of the really awful things that happened in history. But one of the things that it really shows is how is how things in history happen. It doesn't happen out of a vacuum. It typically happens because people had unchecked ideas. It is super good and wonderful and everyone should read it. And I'm done. That was my time. <laughs> so, um, and again, that's Fall of Giants. Um, it's, it's, it's good. All right. Um, before I do that, Tammy, was there anything, did you want to um, answer any of the questions that I'd asked earlier? Um, right now, I'm. I haven't gotten to the challenge to any of the challenges yet, but I'm. I'm still reading. Although I took kind of a break and and watched Heartland all sixteen seasons of Holy Heartland. Smokes, <laughs> and and I absolutely fell in love with it. And I am very sad and devastated now that I finished watching it. Oh. Um, so I did, but but when I started back reading, I found on Bard that Richard North Patterson, whom I absolutely adore. Um, he's an older author and I have not seen him come out with anything in years and years and years. Um, but he came out with a book called trial. And so I am now reading that. Um, very good. And it is, it is interesting so far. So I'm, I'm enjoying that, but I, I love him. He's, he's very <clears throat> suspenseful and some of his books about lawyers and, you know, I, so, and I kind of like that stuff. So that's, that's where I'm at at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tammy. You're welcome, Mika. I'd like to recommend a oh. book if I could. If yes, Darcy. All right. So this is a book. I just read it a little while ago, 
and it's called My Murder by Katie Williams. And basically, it, it they don't really talk about when it takes place, but it's like the, in the near future when they can bring people back to like, like I guess it's like through cloning or whatever. They don't really talk about the process. And anyway, this woman was killed. Like there was a serial killer and she's brought back and she's trying to solve her own murder, which is kind of cool. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Who's the author? Katie Williams is her name. Oh, Katie Williams. Okay. Yeah. And, and it's neat too because – the serial killer had had killed several women, and they're all they all got brought back. And so there's like this support group throughout the book of like all the women who have been okay. killed by this person, and it's just really interesting. And it's there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's 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 pretty cool. Like, awesome. And if you're not into sci-fi, that that part is really sort of de-emphasized. So it's it's, um, I, I would recommend it for anyone. Awesome. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> Lucy, are you ready? I'm ready. All okay, right, go. I want to talk about the Clifton Chronicles by Jeffrey Archer. It is actually a series of seven books, and you do have to read them in order, in order to really understand them well. And it um, it starts. Uh, it talks about uh, a family in England and. You know, it starts out with uh, one character as a little boy, and it goes all through his life, marriage, children, his career, and, you know, it's just super, super good. Uh, the, the Clifton Chronicles by Jeffrey, De- or Jeffrey Archer, excuse me, and I think there are seven books. So, yeah, that's mine. Oh, thank you, Lucy. 42 seconds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. All yeah. right. Judy, are you ready for your minute of fame? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay so, go. Um, here's a book I liked. It was called Ravenscroft. And it's um like gothic, which is romantic suspense. It was written in the sixties. And it's about two girls that were teenagers and um their parents died suddenly. So then they had to find um positions of maids to live in, but they couldn't find anything because they didn't really have experience. And this took place in the 1800s, so they couldn't really, uh, the only thing women could do was be maids or governesses. They couldn't just go out and get a job. So um, so they're in this area. So then they get a, a room in a boarding house, which is kind of like in the bad section of London. And um, this woman used to drug her. Um, she'd give them tea, but she'd drug it drug them and um, locked them in the room and she sold them for um, human trafficking. <laughs> they would put them on ships and this did really happen when I researched it in London in this period of time. So they would just, uh, one day they just started pounding on the I'm room. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. But could you give uh, me the title and the author one more time? It's called Ravenscroft by Dorothy Eden. It's All right. Out. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really good, and it reminds me a lot of um, of the Katie Katie oh my gosh Katie Mulholland book that I read um, if with the author whose name I've forgotten, but it's a good book. I'm gonna have to come back and this the next call is just gonna be all the books whose authors I couldn't remember. <laughs> so so is that the name of the book or the author? Um, the name of the book is Katie Mulholland, and okay, the author I'll is Catherine Catherine Cookson. 
Okay, I'll look that up. Okay, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. Shannon, who I'm also just going to start calling my second brain. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh-oh, Shannon. I'm ready. Okay, go. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about The School for Good Mothers by Jessamine Chen. This came out in, gosh, 2022, I believe. It is a near future kind of feminist dystopian. And it's set um, in a city that is, you know, you could pick any like big city. Um, and a woman is basically forced to give custody of her child because she makes a mistake. And she's sent to this place that's like a, I don't know, like a re-education camp, basically. And it teaches her all the things that it thinks she needs to know about being a good mother. And these are not like realistic things that people should actually need to know. Um, but there are these really creepy, like lifelike dolls that simulate children that are supposed to teach people how to become good mothers. And it's very creepy, but Time. also very uh, timely in, in some ways. And that is right. the, how, the School for Good Mothers by Jessamine Chen. This reminds, this theme reminds me of a book that I tried to read that I stopped but it has a much less, it has a more salacious title. <laughs> oh. Called Kidnapped by Her Five Husbands. So, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, and I DNF'd it. So, <laughs> hmm. all right. But this sounds good. Thank you, Shannon. You're welcome. Sue Ellen, are you ready for your minute of fame? I am now that I'm unmuted. Okay, go. Okay, I'm going to talk about Ellis Island by Fred Mustard Stewart. This is a book about the immigrant journey as it was in the early 1900s. It focuses on a group of people coming over from different parts of Europe and how they how they built them set their lives as Americans. And you see how they some of them learned a trade. Some of them had family that helped them. And you also get glimpses into aspects of history, like the like the labor unions. And there's romance in it um, with two of the characters. And it was just, I encountered this as a movie initially, as a miniseries back in the 80s. And then I found out it was a book, and the book was even better! So I've actually read it twice. Awesome. Could you give the title and author one more time, please? It is called Ellis Island. And the author is Fred Mustard Stewart. All right. Thank you. All right, Darcy. Yes, Abby's back. All right, Abby, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, go. I know it's a little late or a little early, depending on how you look at it, but I would like to tell you about The Christmas Carriage and Other Readings of the Holiday Season by Alice Massa. This is a collection of short stories, poems, and essays about Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. There are stories about homeless people, 
um, who uh, meeting people and Santa Claus. And there's a story about a woman. The title story is about a woman who takes a carriage ride and meets a possible romance interest. Uh, there's a story about a woman and a man who meet over puppies. And the, the last story in the book she writes is a poem, actually, about how she shovels snow and sings, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti, Snow. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And Alice, actually, Alice comes to bookability sometimes. sometimes so. Oh. Yeah, well, so I think I it's really great to you know read read. Um, it feels like, it feels like a more personal connection there. Yes. So thank you for yeah, recommending absolutely. her work. Oh yes, absolutely yes. Put it on your TPR list for next Christmas. All right, all right. And Darcy, was there anyone else in Clubhouse? There is not. Okay, Deanna, are you ready for your minute of fame? Okay. I'm ready. All right, go. Okay, I'm going to tell you about Angeline Boley. Um, the first book, she's written, she's planning to write four total. Two of them are now on Bard. And I think the third is is um, probably available commercially, but not on Bard yet. And then there's book four. Um, Firekeeper's Daughter, obviously fire is the element she's talking about in this one is a story about a teenager who gets involved with the FBI as an undercover informant trying to track down who is producing a very bizarre form of drug that is being distributed along the hockey high school hockey circuit. And she's a hockey player and uh, she calls it being a secret squirrel as she tries to figure out who's distributing it and, and what the thing is. Um, All right, time. Time. And can you give us the author, the title and the author one more time? The first book is Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bowley. B-O-U-L-E-Y. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Is there anyone, if there's anyone who is in the audience um, who has not yet raised their hand, and you want to give a quick one minute elevator pitch about a book that you, um, that is a favorite or that you have read. Um, you are more than welcome to raise your hand real quick. We still have a little bit of time. Um, <clears throat> if not, that's totally okay as well, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity. Um, I would like to just, I would just like to remind you all of how you can, Subscribe to um, the Bookability um, list. Just send a blank email to bookability plus subscribe at groups.io. Um, and you will be on that list. It is announced only. I am the only one who is able to post to that list. And I will be sending out things like resources, um, you know, maybe like, I, I don't know what I'm going to send out yet, but it's going to be great. <laughs> um, I did send out some stuff about some of the challenges that people are doing. Um, I might send a few more challenges, not that you have to do all of them, but if you find something that kind of resonates with you, you're more than welcome to take a look at them. Remember that it is fun over frustration. If you're not having fun, don't do it. So, and I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that. If you're not enjoying yourself, do not do it. Um, if you have feedback about this call that you 
um, that you would like to give. If you are on that email list and you have my email address, you're welcome to send me an email. Um, just put like bookability in the subject line. If you don't have my email address, you can send an email to community at acb.org and um, either Cindy or Natalie will definitely forward it to me. There are some things that there are some things that I'm really wanting to do. Um, I'd like to maybe bring back some reading the reading of some quotes from books. Um, I would like to know your opinions on the elevator pitches, if that's something that you'd like to see happen more, um, as well as some topics that you might like to see in other um, in other calls. So Lord knows I don't want to be the only one talking. So <laughs> if I can get someone else here and they can talk for an hour, that'd be great. <laughs> Anyhow, you all are absolutely- As your host jokes did that's on you. I know. It's not you, always good. Gonna, Sorry about that. You're just all choked up over there, Tammy. I know yeah. you're going to miss me for the you next few weeks. You do this to me, Mika, I guess. I'm sorry. <laughs> my goodness. Um, this call will be meeting again the second Monday of February, um, which I believe will be the 12th. You're correct. Yes. It all is. right. Which is the day after my birthday. So so we will just have all kinds of fun. Me and Greg. <laughs> um, and so until then, enjoy those books, get through those wish lists and happy reading, everybody.